Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here we go, 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 this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's Friday's show. Um, as Sam's just said, the best show of the week. Don't know how you come to that conclusion, but Because it's Friday, and Friday. we're in a good mood. Weekend's coming. And the weekend's uh, lying ahead of us, More. and who knows what. More time to spend with what our families. dreams that might hold. I'm going to see um, uh, Friday night. I'm going to Watford to see Alex Lowe perform as Clinton Baptiste. Oh, yeah. With my brothers and possibly my dad, who I've yet to invite. Right. He's really hard to get. My dad is extremely hard to get in touch with. Oh, like, I probably haven't spoken to him in. Yeah, good, like, two, maybe three months. Right. Um, but it's not like I'm not speaking to you. It's just that it's just really difficult. He's like, you know, in The Force Awakens, like, a Luke Skywalker's living yeah. out in that fucking rock in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And the whole film is about them trying to find how they can contact the cunt. That reminded me of my dad. Does he sit there drinking blue milk? Yeah, Luke fucking does. milking aliens from their tits. <laughs> Supping yeah. on it for survival. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a good life, that. I so some if of that. I can get into... Yeah, I mean, he's got a fucking... Yeah, I mean, I think for him, I think he's happy because he just has got his rig. Good rig, that. And he lives alone, and he's got a, a, a rig that is entirely based around the things that bring him pleasure. Yeah. Which is watching football and <laughs> eating food. Right. Not that he's a fat cunt, but he just loves... He gets his delivery from the supermarket. He cooks himself some food. Yeah. He sits in his rig and he watches Watch the, the football. football. You know, yeah. I, th- I think sometimes people overcomplicate life. I think life can be uh, as simple as you want it to be. I think you're right. I, I, I look forward to retirement on a daily basis. I think about retirement I constantly. And I just think <laughs> all I need... But in a way, you are retired, mate, because nah. podcasting is like semi-retirement. Yeah, it all goes under, under the surface, though. You know, the, the, yeah, the editing and the social media and all that, and <clears throat> yeah. trying to create top, top-notch top content. No, but listen, <clears throat> mate, when you... Sorry, I'll let you get back to your point, but when you do retire, are you saying that you will not... You, when you retire, you'll literally not do any social media or any content creation at all. I'll try not to. Why would I? Because I thought you were doing this partly out of pleasure. <clears throat> well, I do, but I do it mostly for money. Right. But, okay. um, but I mean, retirement, I, I think, is, is simple. You get up, right, have a little bit of breakfast, go for a walk for maybe 45 yeah. minutes to an hour to get some exercise under your belt. And then I've got about 300 books I haven't read yet. And that yeah. that number's only going to go up and up and up. So by the time I retire, you and my dad would actually get on really well because that's his attitude. That's his other thing that he does is he just fucking reads. Yeah, he reads and he watches football. He, the only thing he doesn't do is he doesn't go out for a walk <clears> like you said, which he should do. Which is why he had a fucking heart attack and a double bypass a few years yeah. ago. And um, 
but he doesn't do that. <laughs> he, he like he's got this old car, right? That's really old, and it's so old there's moss growing on it. Right? He doesn't give a he doesn't give a flying fuck. Does he by use the way. it? He could, Does it just sit in he, there? Use it. He, if he needs to get a newspaper from the news agents, rather than walk, he'll fucking drive down <laughs> in there. In the moss car. And, <laughs> and then fucking double park, right, in his moss car. And, like, cause there's nowhere to fucking park. But it's a, like, five-minute walk. It's a one-minute drive. I go, I'll fucking drive. What do you think I've got a car for? What do you think I've got a moss car for? <laughs> fucking drives down there. Mossad, I call him. <laughs> moss dad. <laughs> when he had his heart attack... Well, I've told you before, one of the funniest bits about him having his heart attack. I suppose it's not really funny, but there's always funny things when, when bad shit happens. Of course there is. And when he was in intensive care, I've told you this, I'm sure, and he went, that nurse, he's in intensive care hooked up to all sorts of shit. But what I respect him is he's still capable of being a complete cunt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he won't he won't let a heart attack <clears throat> he soften won't, him. He won't bend to the he rules. Won't ca- yeah, he won't sort of think, oh, all of this nearly dying yeah. has really brought brought it home to me how much I love everything. you all. Apparently, after he'd had the heart attack, they'd stabilised him and they were sending him in for his double bypass and it was all fucking chaotic. And my sister and my older brother were there and all he said to them was, as they wheeled him in, because obviously you're going in for a double bypass, it's fucking touch and go whether you'll make it through an operation like mm. that, I suppose. I mean, they're very good now, but still. Yeah. And he goes... Um, he looked at them and apparently he just went, well, if I don't see you again, thanks for everything. <laughs> That's all he said. TTFN dickheads. TTFN dickheads. <laughs> anyway, when he came round, he was in he was Cheers in intensive everyone. care. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Ta-da. <laughs> right. And I went, I went, um, he went, yes, that nurse said she recognised you off of Sky News. <laughs> and I went, which one? And he says, and I can't remember. I went, was it the black one? Because all I meant was there was a black one and a white one, right? Yeah. And I was trying to establish it was. I went, was it the black one? He went, what? <laughs> As if I'd asked the most outrageous question in the world, right? And he went, I went, was she black? And he went, I don't know. I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> He sees no colour. <laughs> he sees no colour, which is nice, I suppose. That's good. Um, yeah. And then they said to him, right, you've got to go to a support group, right? Mm. And my dad's like, what the fuck I'm, are you on about? I'm flinching just at the thought of that. Fucking yeah. hell. And they said, well, it's very traumatic. And you need to rebuild your life and you need to confront the trauma. Mm. And there is a group locally where you go and sit. Now, if that was me, right, I fucking love shit like that, Andy. Yeah. I'd be like, Britain's, yeah, great. Because you're Britain's top journalist. You've got a curious journalist mind. I am. But also, the other thing, aside from my professional life, in which you're right, I am top journalist in the country. But in my personal life, what I like is self-dramatisation, <laughs> self-pity, and Self-aggrandisement. Yes, melodrama and a sort of a opportunities to talk about myself. Yes, in in sort of like a slightly pity and dramatic way. In front of people. So a group yeah. group therapy. That's great for me. Mm. I go like, yeah, I know what you mean, mate. Yeah. It was really bad for me when I had my heart attack as well. <laughs> now every time I get a little twinge, I'm like, it's happening again. Yeah. Right. So so that's that that would be me. But my dad more or less had to say to the people who were going together, 
Yeah, look, this all sounds fine, but you might not have mentioned this because there wasn't a box on the form I had to fill in. But I am a complete cunt. And they go, sorry, what? Go, sorry, I, I should, I maybe should have mentioned this to you earlier. But you see, I am a cunt. And I, in a situation like that, I'm going to just cunt everyone off. Um, I will belittle their experiences. I will trivialise what's happening. I will sneer at them and I will make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they were like, oh, maybe it's not for you. But one thing you do have to do is you have to fucking exercise because if not, your heart will go again. Mm. So he's like, oh, fucking exercise. I think I don't know what he thinks about exercise. I mean, when he was younger, he used to play football and all sorts, but he hasn't exercised or walked in years. Do you know what he did? <laughs> he signed up to a fucking fencing course. <laughs> Of course he, he did. went to me. I'm near your house on Wednesday, so <laughs> if you ever want to meet up, and I went, "What are you doing there?" Because he lives nowhere near me, right? He lives like far away. And I said, "Well, he lives in London, but in another part." And I said, uh, "What are you doing round my way?" And he just goes casually fencing. Fencing, my I went, boy. What? <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to a fencing lesson. They said I had to do an exercise. I'm, I'm not. You won't catch me out running or on a bike. So I've joined a fencing class. And he got himself the gear and everything, yeah. but it didn't last. Oh, that's good, though. Anyway. That's good. I like that. What can I do for yeah. the exercise? Fuck it. I'll do fencing. Yeah, you and him would get on, there. I think. He's got similar interests, similar attitude towards life in yeah. that, you know, keep things simple. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, like him, would not be the sort of person who'd enjoy a, a post-traumatic sort of therapy circle. Oh, I'd go once. I'd go once to have a look. Yeah. But I don't know if it would take or not. <laughs> have a little look but, about. Uh, hopefully we'll never find Side it was all full of cunts. <laughs> Here, uh, talking about seeing no colour, I see old Justin Trudeau blacked up <laughs> at a party. Jesus Christ, I know. Yeah. Very, very dark as well. He didn't... There was no half measures. Mm. No. Wasn't, um, but in a way, that's better. I, I think I suppose it's... if you're going to go in, go full in. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't grim Probably... and browning. Probably the the bit that I mean, obviously it's not funny, and you shouldn't black out. And I think that his response has been appropriate, right? Yeah. But I don't know why I laughed. But I was in the, I'd seen something about it this morning. And I thought, oh no, what a fucking idiot! And then, but and then I looked at. Obviously, I was desperate to see the picture, so <laughs> I thought it was. And then I see that it's not. He hadn't gone <laughs> as a Afro Caribbean. Right, um, an African American. Right, he had gone more for an uh, uh, an Arabic look, right? And like he was a wearing sultan. a sort of a. He was like, "Wow, this is what's interesting." Is the eyelets, and I thought, "Oh, he's dressed up like this is like a Bin Laden play." The yeah. year was two thousand and two, right. I think. So yeah. I thought, well, okay, he's Different gone times. Bin Laden here. That was popular <laughs> at the time, right? And that's that's his thing. Yeah. So I thought, but no one had said. They just said he 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 brown he put brown makeup on his face, and he you know, and he appeared to be dressing uh, in the style of uh, an Arab or something. And I thought, yeah, he's gone for the terrorist gag, shit gag. But I can see what he's going for. Then I was in the car about an hour later, and the BBC News was on. I was listening to Six Music, and they go, the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, has apologised for pictures that have emerged of him at a party in 2002 where he wore brown face, where, where he had brown makeup on and was dressed as Aladdin. <laughs> Is that what it was supposed to be? <laughs> oh, well, God. I don't know. I like to imagine 
that they don't know because no one else had said Aladdin until I read the BBC News report, heard the yeah. BBC News report. And I like to imagine that over at the BBC News department, they've got, they're writing the script for the news and they go, right, what was he actually dressed as? And they've all stood around <laughs> the picture on their computer and go, looks like Aladdin. I think, I think I'm pretty certain he's Aladdin. Well, it's a toss-up between Aladdin and Bin Laden. <laughs> Bin Laden. <laughs> Bin Laden. Exactly. Well, then I started to think there are quite a lot of parallels, aren't there? Not least in the name. Yeah, I suppose there are. Yeah, do you think Bin Laden based himself on Aladdin? Yeah, that's exactly what I think. And we've only just worked this out. The penny has just dropped. <laughs> that's exactly what I think. Fucking and hell. my mind, and I'm sure yours and the minds of all the campers listening to this, is currently fucking blown. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It all yeah. comes together. All the mad cunt was obsessed with Aladdin. This is it. fan knows it's the goals that really stay with you thanks to their juddering emotional impact in the new life goals podcast football fanatics like paul hoxby kevin day nick hancock and andy dawson relive the eight defining goals of their lives and reflect on what was happening at the time as it all comes flooding back the reason i've chosen this goal is it was probably one of their seminal moments of my life like a good football match it veers from the poignant that goal it was almost like a dam bursting and i cried like a baby for five minutes to the joyous i went on the pitch and so did my mum and dad (laughs) so you know if that doesn't tell you something (laughs) and there's music too i mean i was into the sex pistols when i was five theo life goals with me theo delaney is brought to you by the producers of top flight time machine subscribe now to ensure you get each new episode on release. This is it. And you think Trudeau was part of some kind of global Illuminati conspiracy that they were all involved? They all in? met in the woods, and Shit. it was there was some sort Davos. of cult of Aladdin. Trudeau, <laughs> Bin like, Laden, I, and Jeff I, Kipps. I like I like uh, Aladdin. It's great Disney movie. You know, picture based on image of Tom Cruise is. <laughs> <laughs> I I tell you, the baddie Jafar, he fucking bad man. <laughs> you know, with his Robin Williams, he go in, he improvise whole thing, <laughs> and they create film around his improvisations. He like me, he a one off, renegade, <laughs> maverick, <laughs> maverick, <laughs> maverick creative. All very, <laughs> but re, me and Robin Williams, we very same, all off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the script, as you see on nine eleven. That not that not, I don't want the script. Script, script out the window with me, like Robin Williams. I remember I they, they say nine eleven. They all say you couldn't have written this. They were right. <laughs> they were right. I just make it up that day. I don't think of whole thing in advance. I wake up one morning and I say, fly plane into building. No, twice. Go. <laughs> uh, uh, Robin. Anyway. And then, yeah. well, I don't know. Uh, let's think on about how Robin Williams was involved in the whole thing, whether it was just inspiration. But most of all, although I like I like Robin Williams, his comedy styling, I like look and I like swagger of protagonist character Aladdin himself. <laughs> <laughs> I like magic carpet. 
if he'd if he'd lived it longer and not been caught, shot, and thrown off a helicopter into the sea, yeah, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> what should we do? We've shot him. What should we do? Ah, just fucking do we- fly him out over the <laughs> sea and chuck him in. Do we- Why? <clears throat> ah, Why else? I'm not. Who's going to pay for a funeral? Not fucking the American taxpayer. I tell you that for do now. We- do we need to remove his brain and have it analysed for future sight, future generations to understand his his heinous crimes? <laughs> nah, just chuck nah. him in the fucking sea. Chuck him in the fucking sea, get it over and done get with. Home. <laughs> I've always thought that's weird, that they lobbed him in the sea. Yeah. I just think it's so weird. Oh, but anyway. Man. But I don't, know if, I don't know if you were like me, but I just saw the headline this morning, Trudeau apologises for 2001 brownface photo. And I just oh, went, 2001. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, you know, again, it's not funny, it's racist, but at the same time, it's funny that the the ultimate fucking sweetheart of the liberal left. Yeah, as that th- it's happened to him. This. It's yeah. funny because you imagine everyone like you know them all clutching their pearls and shitting themselves and crying. Oh, not Trudeau, <laughs> not my Justin. <laughs> yeah, but Trump's never done it. Yeah, well, Trump's quite. got one over on him now. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love it if Trump came out and said, he, you know what, he probably will. I can't fucking wait yeah, for Trump yeah. to try and power what play time? him over he'll, this. He'll, Trump will get out of bed in about an hour. That's where the tweet will yeah. come out. We should see we're recording this on at, Thursday morning and not Friday. Yeah, so, he'll, you know. he'll wake up, he'll see the headline, they'll go, fucking yes, fucking knew it, racist, fucking hypocrite. Right, where's my Twitter? <laughs> where's my Twitter machine? Where's the Twitter machine? Melania! <laughs> what have you done with the Twitter machine? You're in it again. <laughs> I mean, we'd record this Thursday morning, so by the time this is supposed to go out on Friday morning, the whole thing could have escalated fucking massively. All uh, Yeah, I, I mean, might, he could have fucking invaded Canada by now. I'm have to put this out early. If shit happens over the next few hours, I'm going <laughs> to have to put this out and say, you know, this is what we thought at 10.30 this morning. Uh, well, you, you, you and I do have certain protocols in place. The cunters needn't worry that if a war ever breaks out or anything super serious like yeah. that, we have protocols for emergency um, we, podcasts. We, we've got a pre-recorded episode that we will put out on mm. the event of war being declared. It's uh, yeah, our if address, you don't know where we are, our final address we possi- to the world, isn't if, it? Yeah, if we're MIA, right, <laughs> yeah. because the aliens have landed or the Queen's died or something really major like that, don't worry. It'll be on a loop. It was like at the Cold War exhibition. There's just a message. And don't oh, worry, Cunters. Is that still we'll on? Not only, is that still on, um, the Cold War thing? I'm not sure. Oh, fuck, I haven't been to that I'll yet. double check. If you've missed it, you're fucked, because oh. it was awesome. Jalapeño. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. But what, what will be good, what's good about the pre-recorded thing that me and Andy made a long time ago, over a year ago, is that it will offer words of comfort in the country some need, but also it will give practical advice on, for instance, how to make a makeshift toilet in your cupboard under the stairs. Yeah, the most important stuff. Um, we've done a lot of stuff. Because if the Queen drops dead tomorrow, who knows what could happen? One, one, you know, the whole fucking shithouse could come, have, we could uh, burst into flames very quickly. Have we dis- I don't know if we've discussed this before, but obviously when the Queen dies, TV goes mm. off for like 48 hours or something, doesn't it? It just has yeah. solemn music. Are we still allowed yeah. to do podcasts? Or do we just put out we solid can, music? I've spoken to the palace press office. You need to speak to Adam Buxton. And, and you need to speak to yeah. the, not, not such thing as a fish. The, the, oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, to the podcast elders, yeah. Um, the, the palace have said that they are they would prefer it if we just played out pre-recorded messages. Right, of sympathy and, and, and that. Or we Tributes. could do our obituary to the... What we should really do, Andy, after this, is we, you and I should record an obituary for the Queen <laughs> that's just ready and on standby at the, at the touch of a button. And if your house, in, if your rig's collapsing, right, for whatever reason, because there's rioting or whatever, yeah. if, if everything's... Or the radiation's hit because the Russians have dropped a bomb, what you need is one emergency button. That as you're disappearing, like in Avengers Endgame, you can just reach out and press this bunk. At the end of Avengers, um, I think it's Infinity War or whatever, he's like um, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, is disappearing into dust. But just before it happens, he's got just enough time to get out this little pager machine and message Captain Marvel. Yeah. The fittest of all the Avengers, (laughs) right? (laughs) And, um, And that'll be you. Up in your rig, you know what we need to do. You'll just Sam? be like, play the obit. You know what we need to do. We need to we need to do the Elizabeth Odyssey, and do it in a but do yes. a series of her, her life, and then put it out the, like like the like the Queen that yeah. program. Yeah, but we'll do our own version. Yeah, and then just drop the every episode at history once. of the Queen. Drop the entire series at once upon her death. Box set. <laughs> Fucking well up. People for that. are going to need something to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> The Queen was born in, uh, like, probably, the what, the 30s? The, oh, I don't know, 29, something like that. But the thing is, though, it's not treason if she's dead. We wouldn't be treasonous anyway. We'll be respectful. I mean, you can, you can still be hung for treason, right? Mm. That's the only hangable offence. Yeah. But, uh, no, there's one other, which is setting fire to Her Majesty's dockyards, I think. Is it? I think if you set fire down, to, if you go down the docks when you're going to collect your fanny powder yeah. and set fire to it, that's it. You're hung Treason. by the neck until dead. Why would you set fire to it? Well, precisely. If, if and why are they in. so worried about? It? Why is that the one crime they've gone? Do not fucking do this, or yeah. we will hang you. But they have, and also treason. But I don't know what defines treason. What I would say is it would be ultimate fucking PR stunt to raise the profile of the of the podcast if yeah. we both sort of purposefully got ourselves hung fucking hell because everyone everyone would be talking about us that, then wouldn't they that, that's that's the thing again and that's another episode hello I'm Andy Dawson hello I'm Sam Delaney you're listening to this shortly after we've both been hung 
hung by the neck until so dead. Another, um, another posthumous. But the the, the thing is, it'll be like Kurt Cobain making all that money after he's dead on a t-shirt and in Primark. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that'll be like that'll be like our estate. Yeah, our kids will get so rich if we get ourselves hung for treason. That's uh, pretty for the best, isn't it? Long term, good plan. Definitely for the best. If not, what are we fucking leaving them? Not bloody much. But if we get ourselves hung, then we'll become the biggest cult podcast of all time. Yeah, this podcast no legacy as it stands at the minute. The podcast's so dangerous that they got fucking hung for it. <laughs> yeah, we're like the Guy Fawkes of podcasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's fucking. It's it's a fucking brilliant idea. It is. We'll think of the most treasonous shit we can say. Get hung. Make sure when they hang us, we're both wearing Top Flight Time Machine merch. Like, yeah. you're wearing your On The Coins t-shirt, <laughs> and I'll be wearing a this and that one. Straight man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking going straight out. Proper and all. Doesn't get more straight than this. TT of Ender, kids. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was kind of looking forward to be a retirement with the books and the walking about and stuff. Fuck. No, mate. Sorry, retirement cancelled. <gasps> Death, here we come. Okay. But look at it this way, mate. There's no better retirement than being dead, is there? There's not. It's the ultimate. There's no slow lingering end. Oh, it's just all... So it, relaxing. It happens, it happens in gloriously and in one fell swoop. Bang. Yeah. Pow, pow, pow. Bang. Dead. dead. Pow, pow, pow. Dead. <laughs> Lovely. Right. Heaven. Heaven or hell, which is it? Oh, heaven. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it says well, here, heaven. that's the plan it says here heaven and then brackets mainly because of the Christopher Timothy episode <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know whether we'd end up in heaven or well I don't know about you I don't know what things you've wanna, done but I don't want to think about it right, not at this fine. point anyway I got one quick story that I, I, I wanted to tell you about that Go I thought on. would amuse you. Okay. Is that my wife was telling me, my wife used to work for Faber and Faber, which is a very auspicious, posh publisher mm. who published, you know, I think it's the publisher that's published the most Booker Prize winners and, and the most poet laureates and stuff like that, right? Fancy. So it's all fucking, it's extremely fancy. She had a fancy job for years and they have a very famous party within the publishing world every summer the Faberson party yeah. and you'll get every cunt there every ponce in London will be at this party right yeah, big ponce off this this is your Melvin Bragg oh. your fucking Simon Sharma every poncy cunt turns up at this do and it was one of my wife's jobs to get it organised right ponce fest yeah right the ponce and mistress so, general is that what she was yes at, and she had to, I mean, obviously she hated it and all of the people there, but, you know, job's a job. And she um, had to hire out, I was asking her about this, because she used to hire out a big square, Queen's Square mm. in London, because it was an outdoor do every year. And then for some reason they couldn't get Queen's Square anymore, so they started hiring Russell Square and blah, blah. And I went, who would you fucking hire it from? Is it the council? She went, no, it's the fucking... It's the bloody Duke of Westminster. Yeah. It's the cunt who owns all the all fucking it, land it? in the centre yeah. of London. You've got to literally go to his people. It's not the fucking council. You've got to go to the office of them. And I said, what were they like to deal with? And she said, it depends who you dealt with. Some of them were just like, she went, they'd always really ramp the prices up for various reasons. You know, they'd be like, yeah, we're charging you for the day, 
but then we're also going to the next day you've got to tidy up but mm. we're charging you for that day as well because well, all your enough. people will yeah. be in the park also, tidying up also how many how many poncers will be in attendance well about 170 yes well as a very yeah. very high ponce rate so uh that'll go on top yeah. as well and they are messy ponces as well <laughs> they're particularly messy litter bugs brag I'll bet, throwing yeah, I'll up brag in the is, bushes yeah yeah Sharma chucking his fucking fag ends everywhere yeah anyway she said yeah and she went so they always hiked the price up she went plus there was one bloke there who was always trying to upsell me and I said what do you mean <laughs> and apparently he was always like now this is true story right she went he was always trying to <laughs> offer me other things that he could lay on, that he could arrange for the party. Like, he was always on about, he was always trying to flog me a petting zoo. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. She went, yeah. He was like, now, what entertainment can I have there? She's like, no, no, it's fine. We do all of that. We just need venue. He went, well, honestly, there are other things that we can do, that we can put as part of yeah. the package. Like, I've got a fantastic pettings yeah. rabbits guinea <laughs> pigs nothing too yeah. nothing too bitey <laughs> no nothing too bitey but I can I can for a little extra for a premium I can get an owl barn owl right <laughs> oh, and what's get an good owl. about is we've got it chained up right so it can't yeah. fly and start attacking everyone right but, with it. but it's trained and we we're pretty we can pretty much guarantee it will at some stage during the evening do its head the old way round, you know. <laughs> Which obviously, because if not, the kiddies are always disappointed if What's you've got point an owl. Otherwise, it won't do the thing. And she goes, "Well, there won't be any kids there." Well, whatever. I mean, whoever it is there, I hear what you're saying. There's a lot of poet laureates, but who wouldn't want to see a fucking owl? Its head spin right round like an exorcist. All right. <laughs> um, have you ever have you ever fed a goat? I can arrange for that. But I say Lovely now, feeling. I'll tell you now, right? Flat hand, flat hand. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll nibble your finger ends off. It will nibble. They can be vicious, but the jeopardy is part of the fun. <laughs> now, I can't tell you. People, people will respond to this farm. You're saying you don't need it, right? But at the end of the day, what are you laying on, right? Just some glasses of wine. What do people do when they're at this do? Well, they talk. It's a chance to catch up, meet, see and be seen. See and be fucking seen? It's, it's fucking boring. You've got to have some it. You've not even got a fucking pu- Punch a Judy show on, nothing like that. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what else I've got. Big, you know those big sumo outfits, right? You put them on, so like two big fat cunts, and then you get these two massive things. They look like earbuds, right? And then you you just steam into each other, and you can almost you can set up two paddling poles so one of them falls in. It fucking great fun, especially after you've had a couple of drinks. Are you familiar with zorbing? <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing where you get inside a massive clear ball and you roll down a hill. Now, I know there's not much not much slope in uh, Russell Square, <laughs> but we can relocate this if you want. Somewhere a bit more um, hilly. Oh, let's keep it simple. I'll just get uh, b- the Bucking Bronco. People love a Bucking Bronco. And you get all of them. Like, let's say you get all the poets round, right? And you get a stopwatch. And you say, which fucking poet can do the longest... On the Bucking Bronco. Fucking. Little competition. Lens focus to the party. We'll self on a Bucking Bronco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, he'd fucking shit himself, he wouldn't would he? Cunt. 
Um, <laughs> right, we need to do some predictions before we go, Sam. This yep. has been delightful, but we're here to, we're here to predict. Yeah, that's we've what we're. That's what this is all about. Included this week, we've also got Millwall for results, but we'll get to those eventually. We've got yep. three before that. Here we go. Um, are you going to do your Who's high going press? Going first. Yeah, I'm going to high press. Who's going first? Me. You can go first. I'll give you Burnley versus Norwich. What up? I'll go two one to Burnley on that one. Um, Everton versus Sheffield United. I'll go first this time. Uh, I stick by my observation from twelve months ago that Marco Silva is a fraud at Everton. I think he's also he's almost approaching the end of his tenure there. Um, oh, and I will go for one one for that one, which will disappoint the fans. I think that fans. you changed your mind though. You said that Everton were exciting at the beginning of the nah. season. Nah, I you don't did. think I did. Nah. You said something positive about. No, they had a good end of last season. They finished well, but I'm. I'm you said, oh, they've down. signed lots of players. I think they're really exciting to watch. Yeah, I thought they might be in theory, but you know, it's his job to get them playing, isn't it? He's got to get convenient that you're skipping out that <clears throat> bit and going back to your prediction. Well, I've seen them play at that point. You're, ch- you're changing like the weather. Uh, anyway, two-one Everton. Yeah, whatever. Next one, you can go first this time. Crystal Palace versus Wolves. One 0 I'm going to go for 2-0 Palace there. Yeah, Wolves are struggling, aren't they? Yeah. Surprised by that. Um, Second season syndrome, that's what they call it. Must be, because they're playing the the Europa League, apparently. Yeah. Um, West Ham versus Manchester United, I'll go first. Oh, right, okay, fine. I've done it. You've done it now. (laughs) 1-0. What are you laughing for? You laugh at every prediction I ever made for West Ham, yeah. and I'm almost always right. Well, you weren't, you weren't right last week. You said 3 1 away at Villa. Um, West Ham versus Manchester United. I'm going to go for 1 1. Okay. And then on to, I'll go first this time Bolton versus Sunderland. I'm going to go for 4 1 Sunderland. <laughs> Is it at Bolton? Yeah. Well, I don't know much about the form. But I don't know much about League One. <laughs> no, I don't. Why should I? Why Why would I? Unless my team was in a, it. It's a football podcast. You're supposed to know. Ah, I couldn't give a fuck about League One. <laughs> I will say Bolton nil, Sunderland one. Bolton nil, Sunderland one. Okay. Finally, four results, but Millwall versus QPR. I'm going to go one nil. I'm going to fucking mirror results, but... Well, you know, QPR club I've got a soft spot for anyway, and I've got a not a a, a hard spot for Millwall. Very hard spot indeed, um, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say, and QPR playing great at the moment, so I'm going to say Millwall nil, QPR two. Okay, that's the predictions, and they are now all locked in. There we go. Right, you got time for some news without news before we go? Definitely. Man who tried to fight grizzly bear in Banff National Park fined $4,000. <laughs> Eight. Okay. Massive semen explosion after blaze hits bull artificial insemination facility. Firefighters forced to dodge projectiles. Ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> ten. Fucking easiest ten ever. Uh, Spunk explosion. I'm giving this Hello, one. ladies and gentlemen. We are Spunk Explosion. <laughs> Welcome to the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> I've got two more, actually. This one I'm giving a 10 just because I don't really understand it. French woman set to be rehabilitated as world's oldest person. 
nine. It's got to be ten. You've got to click through that and find out what it's about. Yeah. You can't give that a nine. And finally, drunk woman swallowed six-inch six spoon and forgot. Uh, yeah, ten. There we go. That's it from this <laughs> week at Top Flight Time Machine. We hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back after the weekend with even more. TTFN. Unless the Queen dies or the Russians well, invade in the meantime, it, 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 in which case expect to, expect to sooner. We'll still be back, yeah. yeah. TTFN dickheads. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 